Welcome to a very special episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's nice to be here. It's it's really nice to be here. We are recording this midday, uh, our time, New Year's Eve. That's right. Our guest is coming to us all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and it's a little bit later in the evening for him. This is a guest I'm so excited for. When we started this podcast over five years ago, I made a list of friends that I would love to have on the show, and he was on the he was on the top of the list, and it's just never wow. worked out. Very busy guy, you know, jet setter, <laughs> man about town. But uh, we finally, we finally snagged him. We managed to wrangle him on on a, a special day, last day of the year, best day of the year of the best year. It's Luigi year Ratch. Life, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Welcome, Luigi. Thank you. Thanks Bienvenue. for having me. It's been, this has been on for five years. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! Like five and a half wow. years. We started yeah. in like Ju- June or July, twenty fifteen, I think. Holy smokes, that's wild. Yeah, and it's taken this long, 288 episodes, I'm going to say. Wow. To get you. So, I'm thank here. you. Thank you for agreeing. Thank you for getting a microphone. So, <laughs> so no problem. This. this is my first podcast. And, yeah, uh, I'm very I'm excited. excited. <laughs> the last time I was on the radio was uh, 10, 10 years ago in April. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. time flies i remember you dedicated your set to me oh yeah so the in the the band when we played uh ben lie's radio show ben lie if you're listening i remember this uh we we played one song for half an hour jay was the drummer yeah you were in a band together that's right oh my goodness you got good recall (laughs) not just a hat rack hey this old (laughs) this old uh, i'm uh for all, all of our listeners, I was pointing to my, my head and I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> it's great. That's a great. I've never heard someone refer to their head as a hat rack. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, just, I'm just getting warmed up. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. I'm, all, I'm fresh out of funny jokes. That's why I'm the new co-host. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the listeners You're are ready done. for a change. Yeah. Oh. New, it's been a, it's been a good year, hasn't it? It's been. I'm, I've not really been bullied by a guest before, but I'm not minding it. I don't really <laughs> mind nice, it, it, actually. Yeah, it's uh, a nice thing. Polite bullying. Yeah. Um. So Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So Luigi. Uh, I mean, we go way back for our, for yeah. the listeners. Like you used to be roommates with Jay. Yep. And you were briefly roommates with me before you yep. moved out of Vancouver and yep. saw the world. Yeah. Uh, so th- that's really all the credentials you need to get on this show. Yeah. No, it's uh, I look back on that era with uh, fondness, great fondness. I lived with the best people over a period of however many years. Jay, Jessica, Corey Ratch. <laughs> Corey Ratch, yeah. My my brother, Corey Ratch. Um, <laughs> it's interesting how you have such an Italian name. <laughs> and then your it's brother has like, yeah, different dads. Different dads, yeah. Yeah. Di- <laughs> different dads. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Different dads, same last name. <laughs> so the, in your family, the dad picks the first name. Yeah. And <laughs> so I actually have a, have a story about Corey's dad. So Lu, Luigi Ratch, different dad, Corey Ratch, his own dad. Um, Corey Ratch, um, and this actually ties in with Balto. So I, I don't want to jump to the Puppo segment quite yet, but what I'll, I will say is that... Uh, when I was living in London, the United Kingdom, not Ontario, for all the <laughs> listeners out there, going to London, Ontario, who goes there? But I, um, I uh, was hanging out with Corey Ratch, who was living in Germany at the time, and uh, Corey came to visit me and Balto. Sarah was on a trip, I think she was in Greece, and Corey came to visit me and was staying with Balto. And... Uh, Balto, I have many nicknames for Balto. Um, I started calling him Lamb, and then <laughs> that turned into Lamborghini, like a car, <laughs> but a lamb. And it was shortened to Lamborghini. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's 1230 in the morning. Corey and I are ordering Subway through a food delivery service, and uh, we're waiting for the food, and I, I refer to Balto as Lamborghini. I'm like, Lamborghini. Hello, Lamborghini. <laughs> and Corey goes, Lamborghini. And I go, Lamborghini. He goes, Lamborghini's my dad. <laughs> and I'm like, Lamborghini. And he's like, Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini. Like for fucking seven minutes. What? Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Lamb. My dad's Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Turns out Corey Ratch's dad, his name is Lane Bogeen. <laughs> so you can Google him. He's, an, he's, from, he's from Saskatchewan. And it's L-A-N-E Bogeen, however fuck you spell Bogeen. And, I, like, and I'm just like, Lane Bogeen? Lane Bogeen? <laughs> and... You know when you start to laugh and there's no sound? <laughs> yeah. It's just your mouth open. And yeah, it was one of those moments. And um, uh, yeah, it was great. So uh, he's got a different dad and his dad is <laughs> Lane Bogeen. And uh, I'm Balto's dad and he's Lamborghini. <laughs> Wow, it's the circle I also, of life. I got this mug from Balto for Christmas. It says Daddy and Me. Oh, my God. <laughs> him and I in Switzerland. We went to Switzerland together. And, uh, Such a lovely uh, dog. Uh, he's uh, he's up there with one of the best things of all time, for sure. Wow, that is a beautiful mug. <laughs> I have so many nicknames for my dog as well that I think that he has started to respond to at least one of them. Oh, yeah. Which is just Chimkin. 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 Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Chimkin's good. We, um, when I put my hat on Balto, I call him (laughs) Gary Bubbins. And then Sarah and Balto moved to France. And so he became La Boubine. (laughs) And we were watching, or what were, I forget what we were were watching. It was one of those, um, wasn't Sex in the City too like the racist movie in the Middle East? Which, was, but it was something like that where they called some somebody Al Babine, and it was he he became Al Bubini, and uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Albubini. Gary Bubbins. Albubini. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Lane Lane Bogeen. <laughs> I'm going to be doing dad. that the whole the whole. That's my dad. That's Your my dad. dad. That's my dad. Hello, uh, I'm Corey Ratch. I okay. So your brother Corey Ratch, yeah. um, who I think I've discussed on the podcast before, is also a guest I would love to have. Yeah, he's never well, been sure. on, but he's he's up there on the list. And yeah, I mean now that it's now that everything's online, maybe we'll get him on the show. I think you'll be able to get him for sure. It's my oh. wish list for uh, 20, 2021. <laughs> Did you say twenty eighteen? Were you about to 2018, say twenty eighteen? Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Let's go back. I want to go back just, in time. Just load it back up and put it on to the 2018 list of podcasts. And, yeah. And oh, no yeah. One just hide a little, a little um, Easter egg in there. Yeah. You guys are holding the pen here. Like, it, so it's your whole, this is your show. Do whatever holding you want. Holding the pen 15. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Lane Bogain? Sorry, I'm just going to keep fucking doing it. It works. Just keep doing it. I'll laugh every single time. Good. You're very good at doing impressions of Corey Ratch. Like, for for the listener, I'm just trying to say, like, the listener doesn't know what Corey Ratch sounds like, but uh, Luigi is doing a great impression of his brother. (laughs) When Alicia dropped off, um, we were were talking about um, using chips or crackers as a way to, as like a food delivery mechanism, like for other food, like rather than using cutlery, using a chip to scoop food up and eat it. Um, yeah. I would often do this when I was living with uh, Corey and he'd go, you got some chips there? And then like, we'd have this really nice, comfortable silence. Like I would watch him play video games or whatever. And he was wearing a purple robe and he'd be like, the man likes his crunch. yeah it was it was uh the best he sounds so canadian he's he's world he's like yeah like he like he's the most fascinating person he's sort of yeah yeah. he's unlike anyone else yeah he's also documented his entire life it seems like so he has all this footage from like him as a teenager which he like slowly goes through and like put some of it online and as you see it you're like holy shit like you've just been fascinating your entire life brothers with very different upbringings like there's like five photos of me (laughs) i think and uh (laughs) Corey would just you know camcorder himself brushing his teeth and he was just yeah yeah, it's great yeah Yeah. and like dancing like buffalo bill (laughs) yeah it's it's great it's fascinating (laughs) um well i mean hit me what do you got I, I don't even know. Two hundred and eighty-eight shows. Come on, yeah. Let, let's go. I mean, do we have? Do I don't even know what jobs you used to work. I, yeah. Well, okay. All right. I <laughs> I will tell you. All right. So I was thinking about it because it's a retail show, right? So we got to think about. Re- I, I have uh, two retail jobs. I guess I, I worked at a Petro Canada gas station, and I worked at a Blockbuster Video. Oh, and wow. were these both in Calgary? Both in Calgary. Yeah. Okay. Both. Uh, like I am, I'm a Canadian businessman these days, but those are my two favorite jobs of all time. Just the best. And I, I think like long tenured for a pre-career job, I was at Petro Canada for about uh, a year and a half and Blockbuster for two years, which is maybe not the longest tenure, but a good run for both. For of retail, them. for oh. sure. Yeah, for sure. Was this when you were teen Luigi? Yeah, yeah, a young teen Luigi. 
<laughs> Little Luigi Ratch running around Calgary. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, um, my brother-in-law worked at Blockbuster for donkey's years and he got me the job. And then my good friend Colin got me the job at the gas station. And it was a Petro-Canada gas station with a CertiGuard, which is their version of like auto repair like their branded auto repair business tied to this Petro-Canada gas station. So I would work in the, uh, the kind of convenience store gas bar part of it and would work with all the mechanics who were in the shop. And it was, it was great. I, I would work 6 a.m. till 2.30 in the Whoa. afternoon. What and a then great my, shift. Oh, it was great. Great summer shift, which we'll talk about. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> and then... Colin, the aforementioned friend who got me the job, he would work from 2.30 to 11. But what would often happen is Colin would come in early and hang out and I would stay late and hang out just because we would hang out there. I had jobs like that where you're like, I am at work more than I'm at home and I'm not even getting paid for it. Why am I doing this? Yeah, it was great. I mean, it'd probably be, I guess, any story I tell will probably be a, a disservice to your theme of it being a, a nightmare because I loved it. I loved all of it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. fine. We love those oh, stories yeah. even oh, more. Yeah. They're yeah. rare. Yeah. They're gems. Um, yeah, no. So Certigard Petro Canada was great. Blockbuster was great for different reasons. Um, Blockbuster was my first job on the grid, uh, like paying taxes. It was my first job where I had like a SIN number and was on the grid. And uh, it was great. Um, if I think about it now, I mean, I, there was, uh, some avoidance behavior around doing the tasks that were required of me. Um, <laughs> um and there's a, there's a, a theme I, I can probably thread here between the blockbuster job and the Sertigard Petro Canada job, which was, uh, spending a lot of time in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The way, like things, as you can imagine, video store days, you know, there, there would be peak times when things would get busy. And, um, we had a pretty big, it was like the biggest store in town, big staff. And so you could get lost in that quite easily. And I would hide in what was essentially like the change room bathroom, like extensively, I I would hide in there. And, uh, that was great. But what I couldn't (laughs) avoid doing was cleaning the garbage in the parking lot. And um, there's nothing really of note except for one story when I was um, Sunday morning and it was like, Jessica, you'll get this. Like it was like that scene in quick change. (laughs) I was wondering if this movie was going to come up. The bicycle joust. Yeah. Where it's like (laughs) bad luck even seeing a thing like that. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You know, we'll talk about you don't know red from hell, but uh it, it just, you, you, you walk out and just something doesn't quite feel right. And it was Sunday morning. I had worked the Saturday night and, you know, things got pretty buck outside on 17th Avenue in Calgary. You got a, a little bit wild out there. But I, the aftermath of uh, a Saturday night in Calgary usually left some gems for one to discover, particularly if you're cleaning up a parking lot <laughs> the, the morning after. And... I like walked out and like, it was fine, but like, I could just smell something that was kind of wrong in the air. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> there was this kind of pile of debris. I didn't know what it was. And like the parking lot was pristine other than this pile of debris. And, um, I went to the, to do my job, which was to put the debris into the bin and, uh, <laughs> like the dust bin and then put that into the garbage bin. And, um, when I got closer to the pile, I noticed that 
there were diapers. <laughs> oh, no. Diapers that had been used, used <laughs> diapers. And I'm like, oh, come on. Someone, some, you know, uh, jerk of a parent had left a bunch of diapers out. And as I swept each used diaper up into this generously sized dustbin, uh, I got to the bottom of the pile and there was just moving ever so slightly like it ha- it was on like its last legs en- energizer bunny, um, a sex toy that was just moving ever so, so <laughs> oh just like, like the, like the one, like the, the last writhing movement. It was just, and it was oscillating. Like it looked like it was, it, you know, it was a quality product. Um, but and like to this day, like this is 1999 oh. to this day. I can't picture this, like the, like this, the scene of events that led up to that moment, like where you have, you know, like if it was a bunch of teenage kids, fine, but like, like a critical mass of used <laughs> children's diapers covering uh, uh, a dildo. Um, and, um, I like, I wake up thinking about it. Like, like I'm not traumatized. I'm, I'm not troubled by it. that. Like that's like, that's bullshit. I'm just curious. I, I'm, yeah. It's an unsolved I'm, mystery. Yeah. I, yeah I'm, I'm genuinely it interested. You. And, um, I went back inside my manager, um, at the time was a guy named Bert. We used to call him mushroom Bert cause he did mushrooms. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I, t- I uh, told Mushroom Bert, I said, you're never going to believe uh, what I saw. And, uh, I, and he said, no, I, what, what did you see? And I, he was like, everyone on Mushrooms just sounds like that. What did, what did you see? Um, and uh, I told him and he said, oh, I, I believe that. <laughs> and then he disappeared. There is, there is no mushroom bird. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But there is, but yeah. So, so that 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 was blockbuster. I mean, other, I mean, it was. I mean, even that story, like, it's worth it for the story. Like, I'm in that camp. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, um, you know, <laughs> I like it's. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it's great. Um, that mystery will stay with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. No, and I mean, you guys now, after 288 shows, have a following. And so if anyone's out there, give me a shout if you want to email these guys here, if you have their contact information, if you have any insight into what happened. I can have a a theory. Okay. Go. go. My theory is, how much of a backstory do you want me to create? (laughs) No, go. Just, no, go. Okay, so I think what happened is, it was, there was a garbage bag at one point. Okay. And it got dumped. Somebody went to dump it out and realized there was just diapers in it, not yeah. knowing that at the top of that was an old vibrator someone didn't want anymore. The dumping it onto the parking lot started the vibrator underneath the diapers. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Because it doesn't make sense that it's kids' diapers and a vibrator. So I'm thinking it's like, yeah. oh, like you're just cleaning out shit. You're like, oh, I've had this like stupid bunny or whatever, dolphin <laughs> or squiggly guy or who knows what you're into. But then uh, they're like, okay, I'm going to throw it out with the diapers. No one's going to open a diaper bag. That's true. It could be that. I mean, like, I I have to say it was, it felt like the same bundle. It could be. You could be right. Oh, yeah. But, like, it felt like 
it was kind of like the way it was, it was kind of like resting in like, it was almost like it could have been in the same garbage bag, but yeah, I, I don't know if, if someone, like, it was in this very kind of, it was in a, like a, a, a stall, like between two yellow lines there. So weird. And, and it, and, but like, and that it was still moving, believe like, it's kind of like in the movies where the cigarettes still lit or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were you just know. here. Uh, yeah, Did people right, ever just stay here. in their like in their mobile homes or their caravans in that parking no, lot? No, not enough. This is really no. tough. Okay, really tough stuff. one. I have a yeah. theory. Okay. This was an art piece. <laughs> yeah, maybe. This was a yeah, first no. year art school piece. Yeah. Yeah. And it was in response to capitalism. Yeah. What better place to do it in the parking lot of a blockbuster? <laughs> yeah. What's what's the guy? Banksy? Yeah. <laughs> that was his first attempt. That was, yeah. <laughs> Back when he was pranksy? He, he grew up in Alberta. He, he probably did, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. He's a Klein-era art student from ACAD who was bummed out about the funding being cut and then yeah. ruined my Sunday. Well, actually he made my Sunday. Let's, yeah. let's I'd uh, no, say he made your, your, millennium. he made me who I am today. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. I, this Canadian businessman sits in front of you as a function of being ex- exposed to that at, at, at a formative age. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was great. Um, Petro Canada. What, I mean, it was, you think the cast of characters, like this is the best part about a community gas station is you get regulars, right? Like there, there were uh, regulars. Oh, I did meet some celebrities at Blockbuster. Um, <laughs> one quick aside before I get to Petro Canada, um, Cuba Gooding Jr. came into Blockbuster. And wow. I, knew, I knew at the time that uh, in Calgary, they were filming this movie Rat Race, which is a remake of the Spencer Tracy movie. It's a mad, mad, mad world. Being, you know, uh, a video kid with no responsibilities, I was up. I was up to speed on, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, I was working, and Cuba Gooding Jr. got to my till, and I'm like, oh, hey, man, hey, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. And uh, he was renting. It's a mad, 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 mad oh. world research yeah and i said oh yeah because you're re- remaking rat race and he got his back up against the wall it was really weird he was like well uh, how do you know i'm like he, i'm like it's fine it's okay i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell anybody uh well, well, you're I, telling I, I, I did I, I actually t- i've told everyone i know that story actually so that's <laughs> complete bullshit and uh and it was funny because uh like okay so fine he's like okay he's kind of he's like oddly embarrassed maybe on some level, but anyway. Um, so fast forward, Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver at uh, a nightclub. Uh, it wasn't the Plaza, but it was one across this like horrible Granville Street nightclub. I was there with a bunch of folks because what they used to do at the Plaza was they used to pl- bands would play before the, it became a nightclub. So you'd go at like 6 p.m. on a Friday. Some touring band would play it from seven till eight thirty or whatever. And then it would turn into a nightclub and people would, with boas would walk in or whatever. Um, <laughs> I went. And then a, across the street, there was just a nightclub bar place that um, I spilled into after going to see some band play at the plaza. Forget the name of the bar, but I go in there. Guess who's fucking in there? Dancing. Pretty much alone. Cuba Gooding Jr. 
And and so I walk up to him because like I'm who was I with? Do you, I wonder if you guys uh, know it. You remember I, Quinn Amore was there. I think do you remember oh, yeah. Quinn. Yeah. I think Quinn's sister Darcy was there too. And they were she all. Used to I'm, be like, my I'm like oh cool okay yeah so they were there. I forget who else. Maybe maybe Jordy Yao was there. Maybe um, I forget. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I'm there. I like I'm like it's Cuba Gooding Jr. And for some reason. I'm usually the person in the group who gets asked to go talk to the person. Like, you should uh, uh, go talk to him. Uh, like, right, oh, shit. Fuck. I blew it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I blew my own cover. Uh, Luigi, you're the guy who go, should go have this conversation. So I, um, I go and I'm like, that's fucking totally fine because I've, I've got some you're, content to, go way to share. I go way back. <laughs> and luckily I had Vancouver International Film Festival, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., among others, had submitted this piece of shit movie. I think it was called Red Line. And I, oddly, I had just seen it because I had a free pass to go watch it. And so I was like really current on Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> and I had Again. this story. So I walk up to him and he does not want to be spoken with, which is fair. Uh, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm like, I don't want a picture. I had like a razor phone anyway, so I don't think it could even take pictures. But I was like, uh, check out my phone, Cuba. Uh, 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 it's a razor. Uh, it's right in your pocket. Uh, so I go uh, to him. And I'm like, hey, look, I'm not trying to bug you. I don't care. Whatever. I just want to say, I just saw the movie. Redline, I think it's Redline. Put it on the IMDb later and fact check it. But uh, and I'm, I just want to say, I thought your performance was was really like nuanced and I'm like, I don't fuck. I'm just trying to make him feel good. And uh, he's like, oh, because I'm like, who's seen this movie? It's just, it's not even out out. It's that being like shopped around the film festivals. So he's like, wow, okay, all right. And I'm like, and we've met before. He's like, really? I'm like. Blockbuster, Calgary, <laughs> you were filming Rat Race. I was a fucking guy at the till when you were uh, renting the film you were remaking. It's a mad, 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 mad world starring Spencer Tracy. And he's like, his fit, it was like fucking usual suspects, like verbal Kent fixes his limp, <laughs> drops the mug. He just fit like it all kind of gels together for him and he can't quite process it. And, uh, and then he's like, you know what? I'll take a, a picture with you. And I'm like, okay, I, at no point he thought this was all a big, like pictures were just starting with people where you think it was just starting. Everyone had a camera in their pocket. Uh, and, but I think Darcy Omori was the one who took the picture because it was in a nightclub and camera phones were what they were. Then it was just this, pitch black you can't see anything except i think i'm given the thumbs up i, I think that's because that's a classic luigi ranch move uh the, the thumbs up but yeah no, it was uh remarkable anyway petro canada um so there were a cast of characters that would come through there and um one of the guys we got to to, to know we we never knew his name because he always paid in cash you could usually tell with the cards because it had their last name on it right so there was a guy who would come in named mr quack who would get two packs of players lights every time and his teeth it was like that episode of seinfeld like the baked bean teeth he just had <laughs> these like brown baked bean teeth and he'd always be smiling just like pl uh players like yeah, yeah and he'd go and he, he would go smoke them uh, so that was 
one of the guys, um, there was this other guy, we never knew his name, but we, there was some pattern recognition that after two or three visits, we, we would get his MO. He would come in, get gas and ask for the washroom key and go. And typically you would do a, a washroom check-in halfway through your shift, but sometimes you just wouldn't. You do it at the end where you go in and, and sweep. And every time this guy would go in, as it turns out, was just a crime scene in the bathroom. Every oh, no. time he would go in there and it was just, you know, Maplethorpe. It was just, it was all, it was, it was, it was just, it was a nightmare. And you go in there and he, uh, we, we just started calling him Big Stink for obvious reasons. And so, <laughs> and like he started to notice our reaction because like I would be hanging out. And it was like a Western. He'd walk in and like, like the door would close and we and we like would lock into our eyes and like a, like a bead of sweat, like in total recall, it comes down and he knows what he's about to do. He knows that we know. And it's just, there's, and it, there was a kind of, it, it evolved into a healthy respect. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of this, you'd know, and he'd be like, you know what I want. Give me the washing And I'd be like. And I knew what I'd have to do later. Like I knew it was part of my job and I wore the red shirt with pride and I, you know, it's a, it was good. And, um, but no, a big stink was up there in terms of memories from that place. Uh, I worked with a guy there named Dave who got fired from a funeral home for backing a hearse into one of the, uh, uh, mourners cars. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. Um, he was, he was a, he was a freak. Um, <laughs> that guy was a freak. He might have been the diaper dildo guy, actually. Now that I think about it, that's probably why he got the real He's reason he got let go. Through. Oh man! Yeah. Speaking of talking, I'm talking way too much here, guys. I'm sorry. Not I'm, at uh, all. I'm you, hugging the mic. I have a question about the big sting because I'm, I'm gross. Yeah, please. Is he single? So, <laughs> is he single? Also, like every time would he get poop all over the place? It, no, it was like there were, it, it would vary. Like there was one where there was some, some splash and Lord knows, I mean, got to control for some other variables. It might not have been him, but you'd go okay. in there. He was a kind of person who, who wouldn't flush and there would often be a pile. Oh and no. At, yeah. And at a minimum there would be uh, an odor that was, you know, un, <laughs> a big stink. A uh, big stink. Yeah. Hence the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I hope he's not single. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope he's sharing that with someone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was. He wasn't single and he's afraid to poop at home. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that uh, was just that, the closest public washroom. Yeah. Oh, man. Big stink. Yeah. Big stink. Yeah. Remember using other toilets than your own? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's been no, so long. I, yeah, I can't. I I, uh, I don't much like using public restrooms. I uh, what? I'm, I'm not a yeah. I'm not a, a big fan. Uh, I got comfortable with it as I got a bit older, but I'd say from I don't know twelve to thirty, I was probably <laughs> I'd find a way not to. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah. good sense. Yeah, but I keep uh, wanting to show you guys this ball of string I have on my desk. Oh, cool! That's a beautiful string. Wow, Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, fun fact about Rat Race. I saw that movie in the theater twice. Wow. Um, both times, not by choice. Um, <laughs> by force. Yeah, by force. pretty much. It was. It came yeah. out around the time. 
it was came out around my birthday. I remember. I forget which birthday it was. It was the birthday that I got Anima of the State by Blink-182 on CD. Oh, so good. it would have been like 2001, I'm thinking. That's and, about right, yeah. And yeah, I, I think I've talked about this before, but I had one of my best friends in school had the same birthday as me and I got invited to her surprise birthday party and I was like, you know, this is also my birthday. Um, and the big surprise is we were all going to see Rat Race, which I had like just seen two days before and like really disliked it. <laughs> um, this is not a good motion picture, is it? No, despite oh, the, it's oh, like an all-star oh. cast, but it's really like every single person is phoning it in. And then I was like, oh no, we're going to go see Rat Race in Dunbar. It was just not great. And then after, no. at the very end of it, I think we went to like Pizza Hut beforehand. And then afterwards we oh, went good. to like a soda shop. And that's when they were like, surprise, it's also a party for you. And like, I'd spent the whole day being like, hey guys, you know, it's also my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but yeah, it was definitely like a tacked on thing at the end where they're like, and Jessica. <laughs> so weird. Did the Pizza Hut have the ice cream bar? Was it at that era? No, I think it no. was like a very small a very small pizza hut. This was not like a, like an actual standalone hut. This mm, was like right. in, a, in a strip mall. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'd always wanted a guy for some uh, reason, maybe because of for good parenting, I, I never went to a standalone pizza hut, but I, it, it was mythologized this yeah. ice cream bar. Yeah. And I've always been curious to hear if, uh, folks had taken advantage of that before. And, uh, also, my family would refuse to take me to Red Lobster. And so uh, <laughs> my dear friend, Kevin, who you know, uh, and took me to Red Lobster in Toronto. Uh, for the first time? This, for the first time in wow. 2017, in February. And uh, it, it wasn't very good. Yeah. But, uh, but, but it was great in the sense that I got to go finally. So, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. such a big deal when I was a kid. I thought it was so fancy. So did I, yeah. And my yeah. mom would spin this yarn, not just trying to work your uh, uh, yarn into the story here, Alicia. <laughs> yeah. I, I would spin a yarn about uh, how there was always a line and I wouldn't want to wait in line. And I would we'd drive by it and there's no fucking line. My mom was full of shit. And uh, I, lo I love her. Mom, if you're listening, uh, I'm sure she is actually. Mama uh, Ratch. She's more Mama Ratch, yeah. I, um, because my mom dated a guy named Steve with truck nuts, like actual truck nuts. Wow. Uh, and I maybe have shared this with Jessica before, but in my phone, uh, and as I refer to her with others, she's mom balls. So it was mom balls and truck nuts. <laughs> so fucking mom balls uh, kept, uh, kept it from me. But again, probably good parenting. Uh, yeah. I never have you ever to asked her why? Either. Why uh, she dated truck nuts or why no, she why from, you didn't uh, want to go to Red Lobster? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I, I'm saving it. I, I think that the next kind of post-COVID in person, I think it's ripe for discussion. You know? <laughs> Sit down. You know, it's yeah, time to it's finally been, face it. Yeah, like I, I think we're in this moment now where, you know, we're. I think we can have that kind of conversation. I, I think <laughs> yeah. moms, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready. And I, I mean, if, <laughs> e even if she isn't, I mean, I think she'll understand. Yeah. If you yeah. need like a... An uh, intermediator or like a mediator or interlocutor, yeah. um, interlocutor. How do you pronounce that word? I think that's right. I mean, yeah, it's it could be like uh, where you know you'd get uh, the superpowers during the Cold War to meet in Iceland. So 
maybe we could broker this on the podcast. Maybe we yeah. can get mom balls on the, the podcast and we can get her to talk. I, I don't want to infer that I'll be asked back, but if you guys want a follow-up <laughs> part two of this conversation, it's more I for the content. I, well, let's record it live and let's ask her the tough questions. There's so many restaurant chains that I've never gone to. And at this point, like, I don't see myself ever going. And I think the reason why is because my parents just assumed that I wouldn't like it because I was just like a picky eater. So like never, yeah, never went to like Olive Garden or uh, right. Burger yeah. King or the keg or like all these places I never went to. And I'm just like, I guess I'll never go. Even though I still have a gift certificate to the keg from the 70s. <laughs> wow. Which I, it doesn't expire. There's no expiry date. And it's such a beautiful object. It might be 80s, not 70s, but it's just like a beautiful thing that I'm sort of like, I just want to keep this as yeah, an object. Yeah. yeah. I, and like, or at least like the, the value of the gift card as a function of just I- inflation. You mean yeah. that $100 <laughs> from the 70s, you could, you could have a pretty good time. Yeah. I hope they I hope they uh honor that. I would watch yeah. that as a thing if you <laughs> wanted to make a thing out of it. Just eating a baked potato. Yeah. A loaded they potato. Have, they have vegetarian stuff. That's true. At 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 the keg, do they? Oh wow. Potato's a vegetarian. Yep. <laughs> I guess uh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Alicia, did you grow up in Vancouver too? Are you from up west? No. I'm from uh Montreal and the surrounding area. So, but I've been out uh, okay. here for like 20 years. Cool. Do you yeah. like it? Um, I mean, there's no going back, right? Um, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Like I like my friends and, but I'm getting kind of tired of it, but I don't know that I'll change it. What about you? Do you think you would come back here? Yeah, I think that's on the menu. I think, yeah. uh, you know, Toronto's, uh, you know. It's Toronto. <laughs> you know, you come back from living in the UK for a while and it was my third stint there and so i'm an old hat at it but um you come back and you're like eh. like if you're gonna live in canada like you might as well live out west uh just i think in my case it's because like 90 percent of my f- friends are there yeah um, like it would be really hard to leave because i have so many great friends but I, i'm yeah. kind of like sick of the politics of it you know but where else yeah. am i gonna go i, I don't want to go back to montreal so i've got no plan no well, plan to leave just die here alone um <laughs> do you guys want to hear my retail nightmares yes yeah please. no have, please yeah go go i go, have yeah. two so um luigi you don't know this about me but i'm sure you've probably picked it up that i have like a nemesis everywhere i go that's just been <laughs> created by an, an unseen slight that they've done to me and then i hate them forever uh there's a, a guy in my neighborhood i've made fun of him before because um he stopped me like one day to chat and at first i was like oh this guy's really friendly then i realized i was just trapped in a conversation A few weeks later, he had parked his vintage, very beautiful vintage car in an alleyway after someone in my apartment building had asked him to park it kind of in a better place because he was taking up like three or four spaces with this huge, beautiful car that he doesn't drive. Then he parked it in like around the corner in an alleyway and someone keyed it. So he asked me if I knew who left the note and who keyed his car. And I was like, I don't know who you are, sir, but you were wearing shorts and a Canada goose parka. I don't want to talk to you ever again. And uh, the also part of the slide is that he's like about the same age as I am. So he guessed my age accurately. And I was like, no one ever does that. I, I look very young and beautiful. Never guess my age. 
but also why why is he guessing your age he's like, just really weird and like he's like and hank you know hank is like so friendly and right yeah and he's like oh i love your dog he's so great oh man having a dog and like then i realized I'm like this guy's just like a weird guy uh and he's one of those weird guys that because he's like passively conventionally attractive he gets a lot further into a into a situation before mm. you realize like oh like you haven't said anything for 20 minutes and he's still talking and i see him around the neighborhood um mansplaining parking to other neighbors and doing all this stuff and he knows that he don't like him i made eye contact with him recently and he just looked away so quickly nice <laughs> and then i was at choices uh the local grocery store on christmas eve getting some things uh and he was crouched down in the very narrow aisle in the fetal position <laughs> and looking at all the seltzers uh, it was the fizzy drink aisle. I was in there for fizzy drinks as well. And um, he was explaining to a 19-year-old stock person why they should be carrying this very premium tonic. <laughs> and they did not just the small bottles, but the big bottles. They used to carry the big bottles. And you've got to try this tonic. I mean, it's just superior. But really, like, you'd really need the, to get the big bottles back in. And, like, you've got to try this. And I'm just like, and then he make eye contact with me. We're both wearing masks. And then he just stopped talking. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? You're so embarrassing. You're making our age group look bad. So that made me laugh. Like there's this, it's, it's Christmas Eve. No one wants to be there. Like you just got to get in. You got to get out. There was a lineup. Like people were lining up. Like, what are you doing? It's the 24th. If you don't have your fucking fancy seltzer, get the fuck out. Like buy the little bottles. You have yeah. two cars. One of them is a Jaguar. Fuck off. Um, so <laughs> I've like just oh. ate this guy and it's all based on like minimal interactions where I've decided he's a demon. No, I hate him too. So uh, yeah. you have sufficient data, I think to make the assessment. I, totally. I, I don't know about you guys. I've never felt super comfortable giving people recommendations, like particularly like in inappropriate situations, like when you're inside a business, like a standalone business and you're telling people how to run it. Especially yeah. like a stock person who's not in charge of ordering right. or yeah. also who's buying that seltzer. Like it's just not a priority product, right? Like they're not going to, they try the product. If it doesn't work, they yeah. stop carrying it. That's just how yeah. business works. It's also no, we're just going to bring it in for this one like... guy that's sometimes in town that wears a puffy yeah. coat with shorts. No, <laughs> this guy's like, yeah, just who's this guy auditioning for? Like what, what's this, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't appreciate it. Oh, I forgot one like time that. he, he also told me that he, um, Airbnb is his apartment, even though <laughs> it's against the, the rules of the building, but he feels like it's important for his lifestyle to have two bedrooms and he's, it's his choice. And I was like, well, are you allowed to do that in your building? He's like, no, someone just got evicted for doing it, but I'm going to keep doing it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you're great. <laughs> You could always send an anonymous complaint. No, no, my complaint is with the universe that they that it would created this beast. Um, <laughs> to think of like, yeah, I was going to say like just all of the interactions you've had with him, like this, like this is all like all of this content is reprehensible. And it's just in passing in two conversations right. <laughs> where he trapped uh, me. And one yeah. of the conversations, he approached me like very quickly by like walking quickly across the property that I live in to yeah. ask me this question. And I was like, you are a man. We do not know each other. Do not come this close to me this quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. No kidding. Hate you. Yeah. So he sucks. Um, and then I, I have one where I'm kind of the retail nightmare. Oh. Uh, so where I work... Um, Luigi is like a very busy food company. I'm the consumer experience manager. And somehow I was tricked into this job where I have to actually talk to customers a lot. Um, 
And we've been really busy, especially since COVID, because people can't return uh, products to the store. So they call us for resolution or email us or Facebook us or tweet at us. Um, and we've just been really busy and then trying to grapple with working from home. And when someone doesn't like a product, we send them two free product coupons. So it's like this big process. Uh, and a man called before the holidays and he didn't like one of our products and he kept me on the phone for a really long time. And I have like a pretty short, short amount of patience for people who just don't like things because I've been gluten free for 15 years. Nothing I eat. I like, it's just like, <laughs> this is just life. Now, if you got this and you, you liked it, well, that was a mistake. So he wanted resolution and in which we offered certain resolution and then, He's like, that's fine. And then like he followed up a week later to see if we'd sent out his coupons. And like we are like about a month behind in sending out coupons. And that's just the way it is. Like we were very overwhelmed. And so I made a point to send them out. And then he called again. And I think it actually he's called four times now. Oh, my Lord. I've been I think this is my 14th day in a row of work. Yeah. And I'm oh. not that kind of person. Like I've never been even when I was young, even when I was like doing a lot of stand up, like I just don't have that thing where you can, I can just work all the time and not really, really feel it. And the night before last, I didn't get any sleep and I very rarely feel like I'm going to cry in a phone call, but I almost cried when this man called, oh my but he said something really funny. Cause he was like, what he was trying to do is kind of like nail me to the cross. He's like, did you, or did you not send these things? Did you do it this way? And I was like, this is over something stupid. <laughs> like yeah. people do call for serious reasons. It's not that not liking something isn't serious, but it's also this mindset that if you don't like something, you're owed something, which kind yeah. of bothers me. Like, I literally have like brand new clothes that I could have returned. And I was just like, too much work. <laughs> I yeah. will just wear this yeah. weird shirt until it falls apart. Yeah. Um, but he did this thing that he did something I really liked. And his frustration with not getting things the way that he wanted them. He said, have you ever heard of the Yiddish word nudge? And I was like, no, I don't think I have. He's like, well, he's like, okay, well, what I'm doing right now is like, I'm the nudge and I'm <laughs> a nudge is like a thing that reminds you to do something. <laughs> so it, it's like a nudge. He's nudging me oh. to do this thing that he wants. And I was like, that's very, very cute. Uh, so I did really appreciate that. I did FedEx him his coupons today, which I personally had to take to a FedEx place because our business was closed. <laughs> so I never hear from him again, <laughs> ever again. But he was going on and on. The phone call was seven minutes and 56 seconds long. And I was tearing up. I'm like, I am going to finally cry in front of a customer. Like, oh, my gosh. Because I was, I'm by myself. I had, like, hundreds of emails to read yesterday. And the phone wouldn't stop ringing. And it's just this guy who's, like, a senior. He definitely deserved to, to have his coupons faster. But I'm like, is this really a priority right now, sir? Yeah. <laughs> so I was in the wrong, but at the same time. I uh, think it was very cute that he told me about the being the nudge. <laughs> the nudge. The yeah. nudge. And in his, <laughs> his card, I wrote to him, thank you for the nudge. <laughs> so hopefully we're on better terms. When he gets his coupons tomorrow in the U.S. Jeez, wow. he better be. That's high maintenance. I do yeah. not want to talk to customers ever again. Yeah. You I already can't. like are having more conversations than I have had all year. <laughs> Like with people, I feel like that don't don't need to happen. Like weird tonic man. Yeah, there's like the um, like I've worked harder since COVID started. And a lot of people that work in the food industry have as well. Like 
just it's been nonstop and it's been so much harder and so much sadder. And mm. so with this guy who doesn't need something kind of bugging me, I was like, ah, oh, fine. <laughs> like, just fucking leave me alone. I'm, I'm a, I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Please don't call me again. Yeah. But he was, he was still kind of cute for an old man. Like he was still like, I still thought he was, he was smart and he was sweet and he was, but he was annoyed and I was like, not in the mood for it. Yeah. I don't think he knew that I wasn't in the mood for it. And that's just my job is to not show people that I think they're being silly. Yeah. That's tough, especially right now. Um, I have a retail dream. Oh, I want to hear it. Okay. So last week we had Sarah on the podcast and she talked about winning a Instagram contest for like getting, getting a tower of seafood. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I just remember. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you had any yet? No. No. <laughs> well, it'll keep. It's like the keg gift certificate. Yeah. You just want to <laughs> hang on to it. Yeah. It's just a beautiful It ages object. well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Seafood ages amazingly. Um, but I forgot that I also won uh, an Instagram contest. It was more of like an auction because I did pay, but I it was not expecting it whatsoever. Um, my friend Sasha had a business which she has shut down her studio she had a business called new age design studio is what it was called and she invented this sort of or i don't know if invented but pioneered this this gemstone terrazzo stuff that is like really beautiful really high-end very nice she made like vases and surfaces and everything and so she had like closed down her business throughout covid and she lives in portland so i don't get to see her very often. I would, you know, see them if we went down there on tour. But so I really admired these objects that she was making, but they were way out of my price range. And like, I was never going to be able to get it shipped to me because they're like very heavy, made out of concrete. Anyway, she's like, hey, I have a few last pieces. And they're like the ones that she used for all her photography. So they were like her her samples. She's like, I have a few last pieces. Are people interested in doing an auction? And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was the day that the bongo dance video came out. Oh, I just watched that for the first time. Holy oh. smokes. I watched. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But so she, she posted it and someone bid put the like starting bid in and I, you know, put the next bid in only $5 more. I was like, well, is there like a minimum increment that I should do? Should I do like $25? And Jay was like, just do five. Like, it's fine. There's no rules. And so I was like, okay. So I put $5 above the minimum bid. Then we went out for a walk. We went out to Pacific Spirit Park and like, you know, saw some mushrooms and squirrels and stuff. And it was cute. I had totally forgotten about it. And I was, t- I was like, oh, I'm going to go and like, I won't, someone will outbid me. And then I got home and she was like, Jessica, you win. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Um, And so she mailed it to me. It arrived yesterday. And she also included some like little gifts inside of it. And it's like, it's huge and it's beautiful. And I feel like I need to redecorate my entire apartment to like be around this centerpiece. It's like lime green or like neon green. It's called Slimer. She called it like. Can we see it? Yeah, I'll I'll grab it. It's just over here. It's very heavy. Be careful. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, me too. I was surprised. I thought it was already on the coffee table, so I thought she was just going to pick it up, having no idea how large it is, of course. It's really big. Holy. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. Wow. It's so cool. It's very cool. And it, But it's like, it's heavy, and it's like a wow. single 
single pour concrete. I don't actually know how she makes it, but it's got like all these beautiful, it's got like um, malachite and fluorite and all these beautiful gemstones like in in the concrete. Which is, and is it meant to have something in it or is it just No, like, like you can put flowers or a plant mm. or whatever, but I don't have anything to put in it just right now. Um, but yeah, I want it. And she shipped it to me. Like I didn't have to pay for shipping. And it's like, Holy it's shit. quite heavy. <laughs> wow. And it's, yeah, it's normally, I think they retailed for like $425 US. Holy smokes. So this is my retail dream. And she also... Wow. Her and her partner, Alex, like put together a care package and they were like, we thought we would put some fun things in here, but we realized we don't really have anything. So they just put in like Canadian cash, like coins that they had. And they like they gave us some like pesos and like pounds and I think some like Venezuelan money. And I was just like, cool. Thank you for this. Why are you paying me? But it was great. Like there's loonies and toonies. And I was like, I can use this for laundry. <laughs> this is perfect. Wow. Yeah, we were playing uh, Trivial Pursuit earlier on the Nintendo. Uh, turns out there's a, a bunch of games, like board games, you can get on the Nintendo now, and uh, we can thank the Roman Empire for concrete. I learned that earlier yeah. today. That, yeah, um, I knew about that. There's <laughs> they would, a they uh, would make it in the ocean, right? Uh, that I don't know, but they would like uh, put it in like a wooden mold and like put it in the ocean for it to dry or something. I watched a documentary about it. <laughs> There's this uh, variation of Trivial Pursuit in within the game called Grab Bag Blitz, which is <laughs> a list of say I don't know twenty four things, and only sixteen of them are true. And if oh. you, you have to, if you get one wrong, you're out for that round and in this case it was we can thank the roman empire for dot 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 and a list of things and concrete was uh one of the correct answers nice i learned that about 160 minutes ago <laughs> we speak cool. in minutes in toronto yeah <laughs> 24 hours. that's clock. really cool yeah, i learned about great. it last month when i was making a joke about the uh how the original calendar didn't have january and february and it oh, was really? added afterwards as if like I made the jo a joke. It was in a, a dumb roundup. I do letter uh, that that the months were so terrible that they were like, we're not going to give them a name. Um, but in that little like, why is this? Why is this name this? It came up about concrete. So I knew two guys. I'm just saying I already knew that. <laughs> we're smart. <laughs> yeah, really I'm so smart. smart. I don't even have to play Trivial Pursuit because I just fucking know um, I would love to play like a modern version of Trivial Pursuit because growing up, we just had like the baby, baby right. boomer edition, I think is right, what it was yeah. called. Yeah. And like my parents never played it. And I would sometimes take it off the shelf and like blow the dust off and be like, oh, let's see. And I would the only thing I could ever maybe get right would be entertainment or like nature and science, because like those are I don't know what my brain is full of. But like the politics and like the U.S. geography and stuff, I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, we uh, we had one in the UK that was the like the British version of the Boomer edition, and it was like oh. this 1962 <laughs> sitcom on BBC Two, Twiddly Loop, featured this Sir David Grant character. Oh God! Yeah, uh, and you're and you're just like it's like Matilda Beans. And you're like, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> 
Right. But you play stuff. it so frequently that you'd, you'd get yeah. up to, to speed on it. And uh, yeah. And England then you, sucks. you forget like your, your best friend's birthday <laughs> because yeah. you now know about Matilda beans. Yeah. Like what occupies real estate in my mind is, is beans? trivial. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite yeah. trivial. <laughs> it's That's my whole, quite trivial. my whole thing. Jay and yeah. I just started watching a new teen drama, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Veronica Mars, like teen oh. detective mm. show. Uh, and every single episode when we finish it, I'm like, I got to go to IMDb and read the trivia about that episode. Like a fucking dork. Like, why do I need why do I need to know all of that? Because that used to be a, a show. I've never seen it, but it used to be one in this version. She's younger. Is that the idea? Uh, no, like this is, I'm watching the like original. Oh, okay. You're, you're watching. Okay. I, I misunderstood. I thought it, there was a new show where no, she's younger. New, uh, new to us. Just new to us. Uh, no, like Jay and okay. I at the beginning of the right. pandemic, someone p- made a post of like the top teen dramas and it was like Buffy, Gossip Girl, yeah. The O.C., um, Dawson's Creek, Friday Night Lights. And so we, all the ones that we hadn't seen, we're like, okay, these are what we're going to watch during this year. And whew, love a teen drama. Yeah. Teens I'm have so you. much drama. They really do. Yeah. Do you ever have teens on this show? We never have. I feel like we've had like 21 so. year olds, but never a teen. We've, I feel like we don't even need to do segments. We've gone, it's already three, three. Why don't we do one years? segment on Buffalo Re- of the Week? Rapid yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Do a rapid fire? Got, just hit me with every segment. Let's tr- try to do okay, it. Okay. We'll just all. let you answer them and then okay, we'll all yeah. do Pup of the Week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Luigi, what's your favorite grape? My what? Your favorite Sorry. grape. <laughs> um, of all uh, the varietals, what, what is your favorite grape? Welch's. Welch's? It's a Concord. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Welch's because of the, the ads, that kid. Uh, uh, Welch's little, grape juice. Yeah. The little girl. Um, yeah. Okay. When's the last time you used a microwave? The last time you used a microwave. Good question. Uh, oh, uh, used it to uh, uh, warm up uh, a hot water bottle for oh. my stomach. Oh, at at uh, um, Sarah made me do it because she she's a, a firm believer in the powers of the hot water bottle, and I was uh, at best a, a skeptic. Um, but <laughs> it helps. Yeah, uh, it helps. It does. Yeah. Approximately how many minutes ago was this? Uh, yeah, 225. <laughs> Thank you. Precisely. Yeah, I know. I don't deal in approximates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, what food would you take into space with you? Like if you were chosen to go on a space mission and you could take one special food from home, there'd still be astronaut food on, on the station, but you get to have like one treat, Luigi's mm-hmm. treat. What would it be? Yeah. Um, 
That's a good question. And it does have to fit inside a tube sock. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. (laughs) It has to fit into a a tube sock? (laughs) It doesn't. (laughs) Um, I eat a lot of uh, Vietnamese food. Ah. Mm. I'd bring uh, a tube full of noodles. Yeah. Tube of noodles. I like that. Tube of pho? Tube noodles. Yeah. A tube of pho. Yeah. Or you could, yeah, or like a, a sub, a sub would fit in a tube oh, sock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, let's, let's go with sub. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, if you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? I was a demon. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Demon. <laughs> okay, that's that's your answer. Matt Demon. <laughs> that's also probably a music waistband, right? Oh, let's for sure. See, let's go see Matt Demon. Oh, I wish down there... at the down at the Sugar Shack or whatever. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'll move back to to uh, Vancouver and start a band. Matt Called Demon. Matt Demon. I uh, I yeah. I'll play the drums. Um, if you could kiss an animal. Uh, what kind of animal would you kiss? Balto. Okay. Easy. Perfect. Or um, actually, no, no. Okay, well, no. Okay, because, I mean, that's the puppo of the week, probably. Uh, Paul you, Stanley. Paul Stanley? <laughs> yeah, from, from Kiss. Technically is an uh, yeah. animal, yeah. Well, in the album Animalize, uh, and the, yeah, the... The, he used to open the live version of Heavens on Fire with this is off an album called Animal Live. <laughs> and then he'd sing Heavens on Fire, which is a, a choice track. So yeah, I'd fucking kiss Paul Stanley. Is he the one that looks like a cat? No, he's a star child. So oh, yeah, he's not uh, yeah, an animal. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Okay. no Peter he, Chris you, humans Peter Chris is the cat. Yeah, okay. so the the drummer, uh, Peter Chris, the original. Well, actually, all of the drummers are the cat. but They inherit the cat face. Yeah, yeah. Little Hello Kitty. That's right, yeah. Um, okay, and last segment before we get to Puppo of the Week, uh, potato business. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. So, Luigi, uh, in this segment, we just like bring up any sort of new business, old business, any sort of potato opinions, potato facts, potato pleasures, like just just potato, potato wrap, Mm -hmm. potato jazz. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Look, I mean, there's a versatility to it, right? I mean, that's uh, (laughs) the um, one of the things that I I've. I find annoying because like I've been getting into uh, different dietary uh, regimes as a function of con- contending with, as we discussed earlier, gastrointestinal ills where you're like you toggle through a litany of, you know, diets to to and it's 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 always it's always this kind of like 
uh, there's always a bit of a chip on the people's shoulder when they're explaining to you why their kind of unique di uh, diet is better. And there's this uniform disdain for the potato. Like it's mm. like you, you can't, you, you can have certain kinds of potatoes, like sweet potatoes, but only in moderation. But there's always, there's this kind of general theme of potatoes don't count. And uh, I, I think it's a mistake. I, th I think that, you know, I tolerate them well, but I feel a tremendous amount of guilt as a function of the potato largely being excluded from uh, diets that are designed to make one feel better. And I feel yeah. like there's there's just this narrative on potatoes, like they absorb toxins, And it's all, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to call it a pseudoscience. It's probably irresponsible. But what I will say is that there's uh, there needs to be some more research. I think, you yeah. know... It, I, th I think how potatoes are consumed largely is uh, probably not or is suboptimal from a, a health standpoint. But uh, I will say that um, you know I'm, I'm not, maybe I'm not an apologist, but I, I will say that <laughs> potato you know, apologist. I, yeah, there's uh, <laughs> there, there's a, a defense, and I plan on you know mounting a defense into 2021 to defend the potato. And yeah, I'm on board. I also I'm, can digest potatoes and I love eating yeah. them. And there is a lot of, I think like, it's coming, the, potatoes getting it from all sides. It's getting it from the keto side. It's yeah. getting it from the like autoimmune side. But like yeah. potatoes are delicious. They are. They're delicious. They're, again, there's a versatility. Um, you know, I think, uh, I here's what I predict. I think uh, punt the Data ball prediction. down the field. Yeah, or move the boy. If you when we fast forward, it like to tie it back to Blockbuster. We'll fast forward the cassette to the end of this life movie. There will be some credible study done to resurrect the potato as uh, as uh, a valid kind of nutritional uh, force. Staple, yeah, a, a potato, staple, yeah. potato, potato renaissance. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I mean, like it, it, it's where civilizations have collapsed is when the potatoes disappeared, right? If you think about it, truly. Yeah, it's. Uh, so we have potatoes to thank for life on Earth, basically. Yeah. It's, wow, uh, that's like this is the deepest potato business we've ever had. Yeah, well, that's why I'm here. I. <laughs> I pledge deep, to do deep, my deep, part. Deep to, potato business. <laughs> deep potato, like deep throat. Shindig 2021. <laughs> deep potato business. <laughs> solo flute. Contact <laughs> contact mics and a solo flute at fake jazz. Deep potato business. This sounds. But like the but the amazing. but the potato powers the the contact oh, mic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. an energy source. That's true. In more ways I, than one. I saw this guy at, uh, I don't, maybe you guys, because you, your band has toured and done this show at Sled Island in Calgary. There's a guy in uh, Calgary called Pizza Beats. Oh. And he would just spin a pizza on a turntable. And yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but I have seen Macaulay Culkin's band, The Pizza Underground, which just plays Velvet Underground songs uh, with lyrics about pizza. And it's probably the worst band about I've this. ever seen. <laughs> It was yeah, it's, really yeah. bad. That's not um, good. Someone plays a pizza box like it's a drum. They, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to know. be like so rich that I didn't have to care about yeah, you what I made. 
make yeah. terrible <laughs> output and yeah. everyone would still flock to it anyway because you're the home alone kid folks were, were uh, worried about him because he was looking gaunt in that one photo and they kept playing the photo over and over again people w- were uh, worried about him but um yeah I it think sounds he's like okay. he's fine i yeah. think he's just doing okay he seems like some he's people pretty... are just really thin yeah 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 it's true yeah. um is it time for Pup of the week it is. I keep yeah, talking. Sure. Hank's been just standing and staring at the kitchen for the past oh. hour and 30 minutes. Like he's oh, not wow. moved. Hank, is, he knows that he's been on he's, for an hour and 30 minutes. Holy smokes. Yeah. And he's like, I, Hank. He knows that after this, he'll be going out. So it's like, I don't want to waste my energy sitting down when I could be yeah. ready, like ready to go. I mean, I've been there before myself too. So I get it. Um, so Luigi, yeah, you've mentioned Balto already. Is he your Papo of the week? Yeah. I mean, he's the Papo of my life, but, um, yeah, just to come back full circle, I I think it's gotta be my brother, Corey Ratch. You know, I, I I think he's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he is a Papo and he's a special, special guy. He's close to your heart in more ways than one. Yeah, so for the viewers at home who can't see, and I'll show Alicia, um, but I've got Corey's name tattooed on my chest. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, um, I'll send you a picture after the program's done. But uh, I, uh, uh, Jessica, uh, the co-ghost here today, uh, paid for it as a birthday present for me a decade ago. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. How's, how's it yeah. holding up all these years later? It's, it's great. Yeah, it's um, it's wonderful. The color's still there. It's in cursive script and yeah. uh, classic tattoo script. Classic tattoo script, and right above my heart, which is yeah. where he'll always be. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. I'll, up, I'll up, upgrade him to Papa of of life too. So uh, yeah, a, a week just doesn't, you know. Yeah. It. yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. Life Puppo. He'll be on the well, podcast one day. He, he's he's on right now. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, <laughs> hi Corey. Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> My name's Corey Ratch. My name's Corey Ratch. I've got lots of rings. <laughs> Why would you go out to a restaurant when you could just eat a banana at home? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I said that once. We went to White Spot one time with Corey Ratch, and he, yeah. he sat down at the table. And when the waitress asked him what he would have, he was like, "I'm fine, thanks." And he took out an orange and started peeling yeah. it and ate it in the White Spot. <laughs> he yeah, sounds fun. Great. He's great. The, was that the we had a a, a pirate placemat where um, one of the classic jokes that Jessica and I have. Um, you, to find words in this word maze or whatever. It's a word and, uh, scramble for for children. <laughs> for t- children, and so like it, you, the word could appear backwards, right? And we found the word coin, which is nyuk. Nyuk. <laughs> nyuk. And that became uh, our our nudge in many ways. Yeah. Was, uh, nyuk. Nyuk. Yeah. Nyuk. 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 You guys should get that tattooed. I no, would. Yeah. 
I would. I, I, I would get a yuck tattoo. Yuck. Sure. <laughs> Are you thinking on your knuckles? Yeah. Yeah. My knuckles. Yuck. Knuckles. Very good knuckle tattoos. Yuck. Yeah. Or I would get that or Bluff Tony, which oh is uh, a deep cut also from the movie Quick Change, where Tony Shalhoub uh, plays uh, a cab driver of nondescript origin. Uh, yes. Um, from the 1989 film Quick Change. Directed uh, by Bill Murray. <laughs> directed by Bill Murray. Clearly, uh, what's the opposite of a love letter, a hate letter to New York City? Because yeah. he, ha- he just hates that city so much. It's about uh, how much it sucks. It's about how much it sucks. And Tony Shalhoub's character in trying to uh, tell the police where he last saw the suspects, which are played by Bill Murray, Gina Davis, and Randy Quaid, who've robbed a bank. And their whole thing is to get on this plane and escape the country or escape the city. And Tony Shalhoub's character is talking to Jason Robards, who's the, like, the lead <laughs> cop, who's like a day away from retiring. This is his last big caper. He's trying to bust these guys and leave on a high note. Tony Shalhoub is like, eh, bluff Tony. <laughs> and uh, that's his way of saying bus in his nondescript origin language. Um, and so we've, we've been, we've been working bluff Tony into conversations for the better part or actually over a decade. I found an article yesterday that I cut out of a magazine that discusses bluff Tony. <laughs> no. Yes, actually I'll, I was going to mail it to you. <laughs> please. Please mail me the article shocking. about Bluff Tony in it 2020. Was an, it was in an interview in GQ with uh, with Bill Murray, and the the interviewer remembers the scene and goes like, "Oh shit, Bluff Tony!" <laughs> like, <laughs> see this? Okay, so I, you, you know, the famous Canadian recording artist Jarrett Sampson from Tough Age. So, yes, former I guest. made famous Jarrett and Kevin watch quick change and they fucking hated it. And I, I was like, what are you talking about? They hated watching quick change, but I've got this feeling, not unlike the resurgence of the potato, that history will be kind <laughs> to quick change is one of the best movies. It's, it's a sleeper hit of, it's just amazing. Alicia, cancel your new year's Eve plans <laughs> and, and watch I'm, quick change. I was just wondering if I can find it anywhere. It's, uh, I mean, Randy Quaid lives really close to me now and he's completely <laughs> he? gone off the deep end. Yeah. Alicia and I walk past his house all the time. Wow. Um, and you know, it's easy to hate him, but there, he did have some very memorable roles like in quick change. He peaked in quick change for sure. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he was peaking yeah. in many, many different ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen it. Yeah. It was like, not, it I didn't it's know exactly, about it. exactly what my parents would have wanted to watch all the yeah. time. And like they, they didn't have budget for much of a soundtrack. So they keep playing the same theme, like the song throughout the whole movie. It's like, dun, dun, dun. It's got a it's really just, good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, fuck. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 82%. I feel like people who know love it. Yeah. But is, I mean, yeah. Luigi was the one who told me about it. I can watch it on Prime Video, which I think it's I, on I, Prime. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. We're changing our plans tonight. Then I guess we're going to watch Quick Change again. <laughs> I'm watching Spice World tonight. Excellent. That's choice. a good choice. Yeah, very excited. Eighty-two percent only, huh? 
<laughs> like, like a lot of parents would tell their kids after the math test, like whatever happened to what, what, what happened to the other X percent? That's the, the, that's the, that's the difference that's of the, their score in a hundred. That's like child abuse. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it worked terrible. on me yeah, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Jessica, do you want me to do my puppo? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My puppo was Hank. <laughs> yeah. I love him so much. Uh, I took him for a therapeutic massage on Sunday. And so the first thing that he does, uh, Luigi, is he gets really nervous when he goes to the vet or uh, physio. But he also so wants to be loved. So he he like just bounces and plays and tries to kiss the vets and he tries to kiss like the therapists. And so we get into the first time we went for massage, I only booked a half an hour and 20 minutes of it. He was just trying to kiss the lady (laughs) and like run around and show her how cute he is. And I was like, well, this is not helping your back. So we went for an hour. It was really lovely. And he finally like he finally relaxed and got into it. Then he'd get up and he'd move around a little bit and then he'd settle back in, try and kiss her again a bunch. Um. And I just talked about like his history and like how just recently like he's kind of like seems more anxious. So mm. she sent me meditation videos to do with him. Oh my oh. gosh. So you just like relax with a dog to kind of help reset their nervous system. And uh, it, their it. videos are so sweet. And I think that he'll be into it. But I was like, this is now the next level. <laughs> like yeah. from the year that he got hurt to now, like the things that I have tried <laughs> for this dog um but i think he's really gonna like it and i i think uh the videos are so cute because the woman has a senior kind of german shepherd Aww. mix oh, wow. and she just like works like very gently with his like muscles um to help them relax and the dog at one point just like rolls over he's like Aww. so relaxed it's really Aww. lovely yeah amazing i just love and also this woman is a puppo her name's marta and i i uh, think it's all paws massage i could be wrong um but she's great. She works in Vancouver. Really affordable. Cool. As well. Yeah. I mean, really affordable in the context of taking your dog <laughs> for a fucking massage. <laughs> so, sorry, I said affordable. That was incorrect. But uh, it is more affordable than other treatments that we have available to us. Uh, it's it's worth it for the puppo. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. For sure. Jessica, who's your papa? Uh, well, Jay and I, right before we recorded this, we went on a walk, um, which I, I can't remember the last time we did that. I feel like we have been inside for a while. Um, but we, we went to go see our favorite cat and it was kind of rainy, so we didn't see him, but we did see another cat who was just sitting in a window and we sort of, there were people walking towards us who weren't wearing masks. So we sort of like stepped onto the lawn off of the sidewalk and got the cat's attention and we waved at the cat. He was like a big chunky tabby cat with a, he was like very round with a little short tail, like a little stubby tail. And we waved at him and the cat waved back. The cat put his paw on, on the glass and did that pawing at the window thing. Uh, And it was the cutest thing in the world. And I was just standing there on the lawn like a weirdo saying, I love you (laughs) to this cat I've never met before. Um, Oh, wow. Oh, he's beautiful. Yeah. Like a bobcat. That's from very far away, very zoomed in photo because I didn't want to just like go straight up to the window into uh, this uh, apartment building's yard. But Love, love that cat. I'm going to go out of my way to look for that cat now on that block every time we go out for a walk and see if he'll wave back to us. Cat paws are never not cute. Like, 
They start out beautiful, kitten paws, so soft, but they never get like gnarly like dog paws. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They're they're not really pounding the pavement as much. Yeah, Mm. they're beans. Yeah. Love those beans. (laughs) Thinking about those beans. Thinking about those beans. (laughs) We tried to go buy beans today, but there was a lineup outside of the grocery store. So we're like, fine, we won't have beans on New Year's Eve. It's fine. (laughs) Fuck tradition, right? We're we're planning. Well, there's a certain brand of beans, which we refer to as superstar beans because they're just better than anything else. The La Costeña Pinto beans. And I've mm. talked about it before. The bean juice that comes in these cans of beans are so good. You just add it to your dip and it's delicious. <laughs> bean juice. So I wasn't even going to eat the beans. I was just going to eat the bean juice and then Jay eats the beans. But anyway, we're fine. I'll just have sour cream for dinner. It's okay. Sounds Jay Arner just eating beans. With, does he eat beans one at a time? <laughs> he like That's how I imagine Jay eating beans. Oh, I'll have a bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have... oh. Look, I'm Jay. I'll have one bean. <laughs> Jay's going to record or he's going to edit this and be like, oh, Gord, why are you cutting a promo on me? <laughs> cutting a promo is, uh, that's for Graham out there. That's a wrestling line. Oh. When you're, when you're, when you're cutting a promo on someone, you're, you got the mic and you give them the what for with the microphone. So Roasting Jay's going to, he's going to roast me for doing a Jay impression on the podcast that you he's the audio engineer for. At first, I was going to say, no, he eats many beans at a time, but he does eat a single coffee bean quite often. He'll just say, like, bring me one bean. (laughs) If he needs a little pick-me-up, he'll just crunch down on a raw coffee bean. Not like espresso, chocolate-coated, whatever. Just like, just regular bean. So, And that will power him through, like, 12 hours of mixing an album or whatever. Pretty much, yeah. One bean. We determine, Alicia... uh, Luigi and I determined uh, recently that I I knew Luigi's impression of Jay before I knew Jay. So I feel like I fell in love with Jay through Luigi's impression of him. That's how it started. Yeah. Famously. It's, uh, yeah. You're welcome, Jay. When you're reading yeah, this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when you're reading this, if you're reading the transcript of this. Yeah, he, he should. He should make transcripts. Yeah. That's really, we should get on top of that. Um, well, I mean, Luigi, I doubt you have anything you want to plug. This is usually the part of the podcast no. where we get our guests no. to plug things. You're famously no. not not online, so no. I mean, so yeah, smart. it's no, uh, it's uh, no. I I want to give you guys a plug though. I'll I'll use my uh, plug time to. <laughs> I guess I'm pushing an open door here with the audience if they're <laughs> all, already listening, but yeah. just, you know. Keep on listening, you know, folks out there. <laughs> you know, I, it was a joke earlier about bumping Alicia as the host. It's Aww. just, it's just not right. It would just, it would be a disservice to what you guys have built over what is now five years, two hundred eighty-eight hours of excellence. And you know, I, I, I will plug this. Uh, <laughs> tell everyone I know. I know about twelve people. And I'm gonna, <laughs> well, thank and you. I, I think t- ten of them are have been guests or already yeah. listened to the show. Already so, listened yeah, or will just, be guests. Yeah. Keep on listening and Jay, just keep on beaning, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. One, one, one bean at a time. Yeah. Oh, look, one bean. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound a bit like him. Yeah, a oh, little bit. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh. oh, look, a bean. <laughs> Alicia. <laughs> Do you do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, no. 
Nathan, no. buy my book. Yeah, buy your buy your book. Yeah, we own it. Book. It's it's great. We own did, it. We have. Did you uh, read it, it, Luigi? Not all of it. <laughs> not all of it. No, and I, I, I won't lie. I, a lot of guests, I, I think, or hosts will lie that they've read or watched the thing that they. But no, I, I, I won't lie. I haven't read all of it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But I, I've, I've read some of it, and what I read, I, I liked. I'll also plug your book too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Luigi. Buy the, buy the book out there. <laughs> yeah, Jessica. I'll use my my influence to put those sales on the charts. Your Canadian businessman status. Mm. That's right. Um, I I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, check out Bongo Dance on YouTube. So good. Um, so it, good. You can buy it or stream it or download it for free on uh, Bandcamp. That's just autosyndicate.bandcamp.com. We also have a second song, uh, which I think is getting eclipsed by the popularity of Bongo Dance. But there's a second song called Shopping Mall if you want to check it out. If you want to donate to our Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. You can buy merch from our store, retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. You don't have to do any of these things. Just live your life. Have a fabulous 2021. Uh, We love you all. Hi, Luke Meat. <laughs> Hi, Luke Meat. <laughs> Hi, Luke Meat. I'll plug you're, Luke Meat. Oh, that sounds a little bit. You're just using this to shout out all your Vancouver friends. Yeah, I. <laughs> you're right. I am. This yeah. is your social media. This is why you don't have this social is, media, yeah. but you're using the podcast to do it. Well, once every five years, I'll come back and we'll talk to all my friends say hi to all your friends okay well thank you uh, Alicia, so much <laughs> no I, I will close up by saying it's such a uh so lovely to finally meet you i've heard so many great things ab- about you and uh you as well luigi proven to be right uh, and <laughs> and then some you're a wonderful person <laughs> and you. jessica beans thank you so much for having me on here it's been really nice thank you yeah, for making really my dreams great. come true <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I know it's been a great year, but let's try to make 2021 great again. And so all of them would be good. <laughs> Even <laughs> be better. Good. Yeah. Uh, 21 be uh, great again. <laughs> it's been, it's, it's been good. It's been a good year, right? I mean, a lot of different stuff's happened, you know, but uh, it's, it's been a good year. What oh, if at the end uh, of this podcast, you flipped your hat around and it was just a MAGA hat? <laughs> a MAGA hat. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'd be I've, like, delete I, the whole episode. <laughs> no, I've turned heel. Uh, uh, no. No, yeah, no. Luigi's no wearing a blue cap, just in case anyone was cap. worried. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's not red, it's uh, blue. But I do yeah. like you. the backwards cap. It's very cool. Keeps me young. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No thanks. one asks my age, Alicia. They don't, it's, it's, you know. Yeah, I, that's I, true. Maybe you should uh, start wearing a backwards cap. <laughs> I noticed today when I was walking, I went through a shopping center and a very old man checked me out. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to keep my hair gray. I think it was too soon for me. Because he was like, look at that. Like, great. That silver fox. And I was like, you are 80. (laughs) Mm. I hadn't anticipated that. You know who else is like 80? Robert Redford. Yeah. Yeah, I'd sit on his face. Anyways. (laughs) um, Same, yeah. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Four-way? Yeah. Too many limbs. Um, the this has been great, uh, Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luigi is your name to me, uh, uh, Luigi. Luigi. Yeah, and please me. come back again next year. Maybe we can I do will. like uh, a Sarah slash Luigi. Uh, yeah, double yearly. Yeah, podcast thing would be great. I'm. I love I'm it. Game. 
I now have to go Facebook all of these names of all of these people and hopefully <laughs> yeah, can hear them out. talk to see if they sound like your impressions of them. I know I what know, Jay sounds too. like. This was oh, very good. There's lots of videos of Corey Ratch. Don't you worry. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. I love Bye. you all. Bye-bye. I love you all. Bye, guys. Bye. There's a versatility to it, right? I mean, that's uh, the um, one of the things that I I, I find annoying because, like, I've been getting into uh, different dietary uh, regimes as a function of con- contending with, as we discussed earlier, gastrointestinal ills, where you're like you toggle through a litany of, you know diets to to and it's 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 always it's always this kind of like uh there's always a, a bit of a chip on the people's shoulder when they're explaining to you why their kind of unique di- uh, diet is better and there's this uniform disdain for the potato like it's mm. like you you can't you you can have certain kinds of potatoes like sweet potatoes but only in moderation but there's always there's this kind of general theme of potatoes don't count and uh, I, th- I think it's a mistake. I, th- I think that, you know, I tolerate them well, but I feel a tremendous amount of guilt as a function of the potato largely being excluded from uh, diets that are designed to make one feel better. And I feel yeah. like there's, there's just this narrative on potatoes, like they absorb toxins. And it's all, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to call it a pseudoscience. It's probably irresponsible. But what I will say is... That there's, uh, there needs to be some more research. I think, you yeah. know, I, th- I think how potatoes are consumed largely is uh, probably not or is suboptimal from a, a health standpoint. But uh, I will say that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, maybe I'm not an apologist, but I, I will say that. Potato you know, apologist. I, yeah, there's, uh, there, there's a, a defense, and I plan on, you know, mounting a defense into 2021 to defend the potato. And, yeah, I'm um, on board. I also can digest potatoes and I love eating yeah. them. And there is a lot of, I think like, it's coming, the, the potato is getting it from all sides. It's getting it from the keto side. It's yeah. getting it from the like autoimmune side, but like yeah. potatoes are delicious. They are, they're delicious. They're, again, there's a versatility. Um, you know, I think, uh, I here's what I predict. I think uh, punt the ball down the field. Yeah, or move the boy. If you, when we fast forward, it like to tie it back to Blockbuster, we'll fast forward the cassette to the end of this life movie. There will be some credible study done to resurrect the potato as uh, as uh, a valid kind of nutritional. Uh, Force. Staple, yeah. A, a potato, staple, yeah. potato-sance, potato-renaissance. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it's where civilizations have collapsed is when the potatoes disappeared, right? If you think about it. Truly. Yeah, it's... Uh, so we have potatoes to thank for life on Earth, basically. Yeah. <laughs>